0: Bikurim, peric Base, Mishnah Aleph two, one. We now set a new topic, and the whole peric will be comparing and contrasting various halachic phenomena. The first Mishnayas, let's call them the first four Mishnayas, are comparing and contrasting Maiser Shani, Truma, and Bikurim. Now, I just understand why that's the set that is worthy of comparison. If you have a pomegranate harvest, let's say, so... In a normal year, there are certain pomegranates that will have kadusha. And how could a pomegranate have kadusha? The only way a pomegranate could have kadusha, aside from actually giving it to the base of Mikdash as a gift, as hektash, would be either A, it's Trumas Meiser, that is to say, it's the second tide that's taken in the years one, two, four, and five of the Shemitah cycle. And they have to be, since they have intrinsic kadusha, they have to be taken to Shalim and eaten there um, in Tahara and uh, with some certain other requirements the second way that a pomegranate that you harvest could be, have intrinsic would be Kodesh is if it becomes Truma that is to say that you separate it let's talk about Truma gadola here you separate it um, first from your harvest and you give it to a Kohen as a as a gift as Truma and then it's again it has Kadush, it's Kodesh and has to be again eaten with Tahara and only by Kohen etc. with many restrictions and the third possibility is it could be Bikurim, the topic of Arma Zechta. that's the first fruits, you set aside those first fruits, have Kedush, must be brought to Yushalayim, and the procedures are done over there in the of Mikdash and given to a Kohen. So although in many ways Bikurim and Truma are similar because the pasuk refers to Truma as Trumas, excuse me, the pasuk refers to Bikurim as Trumas Yadecha, the Truma of your hand, therefore this is really sort of a, an equation that connects the halachas of Truma to the halachas of Bikurim. They're not exactly the same. Um, so our Mishnah, and actually the next four Mishnahists, will compare and contrast these. Um, the first Mishnah, Mishnah Aleph, will talk about how Truma and Bikurim are similar in contrast to meister Shani, which is different. And then in Mishnah base, we'll talk about how meister Shani and Bikurim have certain similarities in contrast to Truma, which doesn't have those certain features. Then in Mishnah Gimel, we're going to talk about um, how Truma and Meiser share certain features that aren't applicable to Bikurim. And finally, we'll say there are certain features of Bikurim that aren't applicable to Truma or Meiser Shain. Okay, So that's the structure here, what's happening. Um, so let's start at the beginning. It says, "Hatruma va Bikurim, Truma and Bikurim, they are going to have seven features that are not applicable to Maiser Shani. And here they are. The first is Chayavan Misa Vachomesh um, Vasurim lezarim. Those are really three of the things. So that's to say that if you are not a Kohen, you're not allowed to eat Truma or Bikurim. And if you do, so if you did it Bemezid, intentionally knowing what you were doing, so then the consequences are Misa Bede um, premature death, the hands of heaven. And if you did it on purpose, so, excuse me, did it on accident, so then the consequences are that you have to replace the Bikurim or the Truma and also add an extra surcharge of a Chomesh, another 25%, meaning for every four units of Truma or Bikurim that you eat, you have to add a fifth one. That's why it's called Chomesh. Okay? And in general, both Truma and Bikurim are forbidden to non-Kohanim. The truth is, you might ask, that once you've established that there's a Misa B'day and or a chomish penalty for eating it if you're not a Kohen, so of course a non-Kohen can't eat it. Um, and indeed the Bar speaks out that it may well be this is, um, as he the words he uses are B'Chinam Hishnuya. this was taught for nothing. Um, however, um, it certainly is taught for something according to Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan holds that a chatzi Shiur, that um, if you eat something that's forbidden by the Torah and the quantity that you eat is less than the requisite quantity that would necessitate the consequences of doing the forbidden act of eating, um, which is typically a kazayas, an olive's amount, so then, even though you're not liable to the penalty that the Torah prescribes, meaning if a person ate less than a kazayas of trum or bikurum on purpose, he wouldn't get misbidation mime. If he did it an accident, less than a kazayas, then he would not... Have to pay Chomish, nevertheless, it's still forbidden to do so. So, therefore, according to Yochanon, um, there is something to be said by simply saying that, in general, it's forbidden um, to non Kohanim, to Zarim, regardless of the, the consequences of Misabedesh and chomesh. Okay, those are the first three. In addition, vehem Nichse Kohen, they, meaning the Truma and the Bikurim, are the property of the Kohen. So that means that once you've given a Cohen of your choosing truma or the kohen the basement which gets here, bikurim so it's his to do with whatever he so chooses he could sell them some other cohen and take the money and use it to buy you know a horse if he wanted to etc he the bikurim to marry a woman with as the case of kadushan and so on and so forth it's his to do whatever he wants it's property um in contrast my sarshani um that's not the case i should actually speak it out before when it comes to Meister Shani, so there's no penalty in a non Kohen eating. It's in fact non Kohanim who have Meister Shani must bring it through Shalem and eat it over there. So certainly the first three don't apply. And as far as the the property rights, so the truth is we possibly remember that Meister Shani is Mamun Govoa. it's really God's property. Um, and therefore, one if one who has Chumus has Meister Shani, he couldn't even, if he would present to a woman and say, Hare Atma Ali, with you with know, Meister Shani zoo, and give, her, give the woman. The food as the money to effect the, the Kedushan, the marriage, simply wouldn't work because it's not his to give. So the point is that the Maestro Shani is not his. Even in Yerushalayim, when he can eat the Maestro Shani, we still say it's not his. We say that it's it's Hashem's food, it's Mamun gavoa, but it's just that he is Zoha, he's, he merits to sort of eat from Shulchan Govoa, from God's table, if you will. He's eating God's food with God, so to speak. Um, But it's not his. So that's the next thing. And also, says the Mishnah, if one has a mixture of min-bimino, is, you know, like with like, of truma or bikurim, meaning, for example, your truma grapes or your bikurim pomegranates and get mixed up with other grapes or pomegranates, as the case may be. So then, as we've said before, for the mixture to be permitted to a non-koan, there needs to be at least 101 total in mixture, meaning for every... One Truma grape needs to be a hundred Hulen non Truma grapes, etc. So the standard is very high. button that doesn't apply by, um, at all by Meister Shaney. So, Meister Shaney, if you have a mixture of Minbemino Yavish by like dry grapes, Truma Meister grapes getting mixed up with other, excuse me, Meister Shaney grapes getting mixed up with with uh, other Chulun grapes. So then as long as you have a majority of and regular grapes, the whole mixture is permitted. Okay. yadaim. Um, you are required to wash your hands prior to um, touching and eating Truma uh, or Bikurim. That is because we say that stam um, that uh, hands are presumed to be not clean therefore the rabbis since they didn't want you using your grubby hands to touch your truma or bikurim they said you have to wash your hands prior to touching truma or bikurim um, and if you don't your hands are considered to be a shenila tuma like a second degree removed tuma status hands and since both truma and bikurim become pussel they become invalidated if they are rendered shlishi. they come in contact with a sheni the second degree then they become pussel so one may not Touch or uh, Bikurim with stami yadaim, with unwashed hands, and therefore the mission here is saying that to unen before handling Trumor Maiser Shani, excuse me, Trumor Bikurim, you must uh, first wash your hands. That doesn't apply to my Shani at all. Maiser Shani, actually, as I said in the Hagdama already, it it does have intrinsic kadusha, it is holy, and it actually must be eaten by Tahara. That's true, it has to be eaten when you're pure. But the most susceptible that I Meister food could be is to become a Shaini in and of itself. Um, so that is to say, if something is already a Shaini, like your hands, unwashed, if they touch Meister Shaney, my Meis Shaini can't become a Shlishi, so it can't become possible, It doesn't become invalidated by coming in contact with your hands, and therefore no need to wash your hands uh, prior to handling Meister Shaini. And um, finally, uh, the hair of Shemesh. There's a requirement of hair of Shemesh, of nightfall, um, before consuming Truman Bikurum. Bikurim. What's it talking about? That means if a person became Tameh in some way, he touched a dead rat or something, or countless other things that could happen to him. Um, so basically the last step in the purification process of essentially everything that could happen to a person to make them Tameh is to go to the mikvah. There are certain... Um, tumas that require more than just the mikvah. But in any case, at the end of the process, essentially, this any time a person goes to the mikvah, um, when they come out of the mikvah, they're still called the Tavul Yom, they're considered someone who went to the mikvah that day, and there's a vestige of tumah still on that person, which renders that person essentially a shameless tuma. His whole His whole person, not just his hands, his whole body, is still got a secondary status of tumah. And that being the case, as a shane l'tumah, he may not eat trumah bikurim, which you know is forbidden less you know cuz it can become even a shlishi so it's forbidden for a to eat it mash enkin, that doesn't apply when it comes to a uh, meister Sheni. a person could eat meister shani even as a shane latuma secondary tumah status no problem it doesn't doesn't affect just jump out the mikvah and there you go as for um, the trum bikurim, once the tavul yom the day in which he went to the mikvah so when the day is over when it's hair of Shemesh, when nightfall comes, the stars comes out, so at that point, um, the vestige that was left with him the mikvah is gone, and um, he's towered to eat uh, Truma and Bikurim, no problem. I have to say that there could still be a vestige of tuma lasting on him if he had to bring some korbanos, then it's called the Mekhusar Kippurim, and he'll have to bring korbanos the next morning, and until that time he can't eat other kajim. He, he could eat Truma, just not the uh, kajim, that's a side point, not relevant to our Mishnah. Okay, fine. So in all those things, Ma'asein Kain master, none of those things apply to Ma'aser, as I just explained as we went along. They only apply to Truma and Bikurim.